Today's episode 172 of the Unconventional Humans podcast. Today's episode is called Unconventional Humans. So today I'm going to talk about this name change in podcast. Just in the past few weeks, I've changed the name of the podcast from the Happy Mindset to Unconventional Humans. And I just wanted to talk a little bit around why I did that. Because the Happy Mindset has been a name that I've stuck with for about three and a half years now, coming on four years. And it's a name that it made sense for me at the beginning, the happy mindset. That's where my story began. It all began around mindset and exploring my own personal happiness. So that's what led me into psychology, philosophy, and taking the internal experience of life seriously. In recent weeks, well, not to be honest, it's been it's always been something maybe in the last year or so. I didn't really feel like the name fitted the podcast, but I hadn't thought of a name that did. I didn't think of a name that was available that did. That's the other problem here, is that you could think of a good name, but it could be already taken. It was only in the last few weeks that I thought of, I wanted to call this podcast Unconventional, because it was just naturally coming up for me that the more I've been doing this, the more I have become more comfortable with my unconventional nature. The part of myself that's unconventional that's that's been a turning point for me and i was just thinking about the people i interview the questions i ask even my own episodes the thoughts i share a lot of them are quite unconventional and i like the name unconventional humans human ties to being human being being fallible feeling your emotions your feelings really having a felt experience of life because it's easy to get caught up in societal norms, ways you think you should be around people without having a proper felt experience of your life. The felt experience you're here to experience as a human. So that's that's why I thought human is a good word to include. I also like the fact that unconventional humans, it's not that easy to misinterpret that because I don't think that there is a an easy interpretation of what unconventional humans means. What I found with the happy mindset, however, was that I just kind of felt it from people that the title was misinterpreted as having a positive mindset above all else, that that's what mattered. And it's easy to interpret it that way. I understand that. And that's kind of why I was, from my own point of view, I want a title that doesn't turn the right people off and that might attract the wrong people to the podcast. So I'm, that's something that I want to align better with now, that when somebody sees unconventional humans, I think the type of person that will like it is the type of person who wants to explore their inner world, except parts of themselves that maybe they might have picked up on from society aren't acceptable parts of themselves or understand parts of themselves that they've suppressed for so long they don't even know that they're parts of themselves. The other thing with unconventional humans that I just want to talk around because it's been something that I've been learning to navigate. So unconventional doesn't mean you're always unconventional like this you can also be conventional yet also unconventional it's really what matters is that you feel like you're being 
more and more true to yourself as you move your way through life that you're being more open and honest and in turn your life does start to change just in your interactions with people the type of people that listen to you you'll even notice in your own body after a while you feel less and less guarded because you're going through the process of attuning with yourself attuning with others and you're just finding yourself in better conversations not around around the wrong people oftentimes i've noticed I suppose I noticed today my guard goes up oftentimes when I'm around the wrong, the wrong person. When I'm around the right person, but my guard goes up, I take that as a signal that there's something here for me to explore. There's some way that I am holding on to a past belief, a past way of looking at things that no longer serves me. It's blocking me from connecting with this person that can help me in this area of my life. So the unconventional humans, it's not falling into contrarian thinking the way i look at contrarian thinking is that you oppose popular belief so you kind of go out of your way you can easily go into the habit of going out of your way to oppose popular belief as part of unconventional humans what i be exploring in lots of ways it's unconventional and i am opposing popular beliefs around things but i don't do that well my intention here is not to do that in a way that I'm the polar opposite to a popular belief. I'm looking more for the nuance in these popular beliefs. And what matters most to me is the feeling and who I'm connecting with, what sort of community I'm forming here, more so than an idea that opposes an existing belief. Because oftentimes you can oppose things that you haven't taken the time to fully understand your interpretation of it. Because oftentimes to oppose an idea or a way of living that you don't particularly like, you have to bring the same level of energy that you're trying to resist in the first place. What I've often found from trying to peg myself into a certain way of living, I felt an underlying resentment for, for that. And then when I think of doing something else, what would stop me from really experiencing that something else would be that I can't embrace this fully because there's still a lot of resentment around that other belief. So it can become a bit of a mess. So what I'm trying to do here is to feel out, sense out what works for you on an individual level. And as part of that process, you are navigating your way through these stories and narratives in your culture about what somebody of your age, sex, should be interested in, should be looking at. So that's what I'd be exploring here as an unconventional human. The other thing with this, which is different to when I started and taught it and named Happy Mindset, what I like about this, even though I'm talking about unconventional humans today, I don't have a particular interpretation of the title in my mind. I did have a particular interpretation of the happy mindset, and that's what bothered me then when people would misinterpret it. But with unconventional humans, I'm letting it open to allowing people to just just interpret it whatever way you want. There's no clear interpretation here. I'm just sharing some thoughts around it today. I also wanted a title that will last me a, a bit longer than three or four years. There's no guarantee on that, but I wanted it to last a bit longer. And so 
when I thought of this name, I thought about feelings I wanted to feel more so than thoughts and ideas I want to spread. When I thought of the happy mindset, it was more about, yeah, it was more about the thoughts and ideas that I wanted to spread. And I thought those make more sense with the mindset. But now I'm more focused on what is the energy? What's the feeling? What's, and then as an expression of that, it'll be the thoughts, the ideas, the ways of living that come from that. But yeah, I like that more. That's what I want to give to other people. Pay attention more to the energy, the feeling, and how you want your life to look like. Another thing, I think it's a reflection, a name change. When it comes to a place of, I think genuinely it doesn't, there doesn't need to be a name change here. I do think that a name change will reflect the podcast better. It's part of the creative process. Part of me didn't want the name change because of the hassle, the perceived hassle of changing the name. I would think about things like, Oh, in my in my last book, I mentioned I'm the podcast host for the Happy Mindset. What if people are going to read that now and they don't find Happy Mindset? I'm going to lose people who might be interested in the podcast. That's a real pain. That's a reality. But I built it up in my mind. It was built in my mind more like it was built. That pain was more painful in my mind than the actual reality of it. The other thing would be all the videos I've shared over the years, they all link to the happy mindset. Am I going to go back now and change all that? I don't think I will, to be honest. Because what I've noticed anyway over the last three or four years, even though it's starting to change a little bit, now I get I do get a few mail from people that I don't know that I wouldn't have gotten maybe a year or two ago. But what I did notice was that it wasn't like there was lots of people over the years that I never came across that have been listening to my podcast. It's been more about building trust and building relationships with fewer people over time. I suppose as I focused on building trust and a better relationship with myself and that's a reflection of where this philosophy has come from. That's what I've noticed. And I think the, well, I've been rubbish at marketing anyway, to be honest, I, I'm trying to keep more of an open mind to that moving forward because even though it's ironic because I studied marketing in university yet. I haven't come across too many marketers where they've resonated with me and they've been able to actually help me implement something that worked for me without contorting what I already have. So I think with the marketing piece, so if you're listening to this as somebody who's wanting to create something and put it out there and uh, get people listening to you, I think there's a certain level of, you have to understand what it is you're creating, what you want to get out there. Because if you market too quickly, you might never give yourself enough time to evolve whatever it is you're creating to the extent that you're happy with it. So I know that if I was really serious about the marketing a year or so ago, I don't think the illustrations would have came about. And I don't think the stuff I'm talking about today would have came about. I don't need a name change would come about either. So the name change is a reflection of the creative process. I think when your focus is on the creative process, on evolution, and when your focus is on the internal world that you want to grow as a person, then these other things will change. Because another thing I noticed, I think it was when I was writing the book, I was writing a paragraph around idea viruses. So it's just this idea that does the idea possess you or do you possess the idea? It's a good thing to reflect on. There's no, there's no definite answer to that. But the more I've reflected on it, the more I've found, the more I've kind of felt like 
it's really about me showing up consistently, putting myself in a position where the ideas can find me because ideas are looking for somebody to channel through. I've heard other creators talk about this. I've heard it on Lex Friedman's podcast, Joe Rogan, and it's something that I've been experiencing. And that's part of the process here that I, I kind of noticed that maybe on an emotional level, I was too invested anyway in the title of the podcast. So it's taking a wrecking ball pretty much to your ideas. I think that Ryan Bush, you mentioned that on the previous episode, it's taking a wrecking ball to all your ideas you have about the world, even the things you're creating, taking a wrecking ball to it, taking a wrecking ball to it sometimes. Sometimes it's just a matter of you're chipping away at it a bit more, but it's valuing the person you're becoming, your felt experience of life, above the surface level things that you're even creating. Because another thing that I am noticing over time, over the last few years, because I've interviewed different people over the years and I'm in different circles online where I can see people that stuff they're creating. What I've noticed is that somebody can be really good at something, but they niche in it. So you might discover them five years ago, four years ago, three years ago. And they're still pretty much talking about the same thing they were talking about five years ago. I think that's okay if you're conscious about that, if you're conscious that that's the way you want to operate. But I think it ties into an illusion of freedom that isn't real. If you're somebody who is in a job, like the conventional, this is where I'm a bit conventional. I've got my, well, eight to five job. And if you're looking at people online telling you that, oh, you can become a personal branding expert and you can experience this freedom and this integrity or whatever is being sold there. I think some of it is true, to be honest. There, there, there are some people that are legit, some people that aren't legit. But you can feed into the illusion that this person has got what I want. They've got the freedom to work when they want, how they want. But the thing is, five years down the line, you start to realize that this person is doing a doing the same thing that they were five years ago, pretty much are talking about the same things. So when you think about it, how mind numbing is that? And is there real freedom in that long term? Because you could be in a conventional job and you might switch between jobs. You might even be in the same role, depends on who you're working with. And you see an evolution, your skill set. you see an evolution, the progression. You're not thinking about the same things you're thinking about even a few months ago. So when you take a look on the internal world, I think it helps you to free you from these illusions that you'll see in the long term play out. I wouldn't want to be in a position where I'm talking about the same things I was talking about last year. I think there's core principles that you'll talk about. So I don't think my focus on the inner world being an important aspect of life will ever change. But the stuff I'm talking about will change and it has changed over the years because it's changing because there's certain aspects of myself now that I'm starting to see our aspects of myself, there's certain things as well that my personality that I realize aren't rigid. They, they're changeable, they're malleable. And that's, that's what this is then. It's a vehicle to explore all this stuff. So I know if I'm doing this in five years time, I won't be talking about the same things. I won't be talking to the same people. So that's another thing to think about when you see people online living the dream Give it five years, give it 10 years, follow them for that long and just see, are they really living the dream internally? 
because if they are i think you will see a progression you will see a change in in them over time it's just maturity i guess you're you're, you're growing you're growing psychologically and emotionally last thing i want to cover is just being open to the future evolving so this name change for whatever reason it feels like this name change aligns better with potential animations in the future i don't know how that's going to go about so the way i've been going about that up until now i'm focused on the podcast dave is doing the illustrations for each episode and then writing books so the second book i don't know i think is the genre maybe graphic novel but this second book feels different to the first book the first book felt more about telling my story and with some black and white imagery that was before i started working with davy on the podcast after that book or maybe towards the end of that book we started doing imagery for the podcast where that came about was true experience before that I was working with disconnect is a just an organization that was set up to help people with dyslexia so i was helping out with a personal development course there for a little bit we had a graphic harvester her name was angela at the time she used to draw i think i covered this before in an episode but she used to draw a synopsis a summary of what we talked about in the class and I found it was great. It was great visual for people to look at what we talked about and remember what we talked about. I don't think that was the first time, to be honest. I think, uh, yeah, I think from reading books about the subconscious mind, that the subconscious mind thinks in pictures. So for this second book, it feels more like it connects with the podcast. I think... I think the genre is graphic novel, but it's in a way it's also feeling like we're carving out something that's a little bit different. Because what I've noticed on this book is the podcast and the writing have been complementing each other, especially in the last few weeks. So I'll talk about a topic on the podcast and a solo episode that I'm actually writing about in the book. I'm writing a paragraph around in the book. And then the image from the podcast episode would overlap with the book. So there's a lot of images in the book, this upcoming book, The Edge, that are taken from the podcast. There's also some new images for the book as well that are just for the book. But I feel like this name change, The Unconventional Humans, ties more to the form, the animated form now. I think it ties better than The Happy Mindset did. So I feel like it's leaving the door open to a potential animation in the future. So the way I've been going about it, is that right now what we're creating is a podcast and these graphic novel type books, this will be the first book this year. There's elements of it in the book from 2019. But I feel like that's the evolution. Creating the stories, creating the, sto creating the storylines. I feel like what's also evolving is that I'm talking about adult stuff, adult complexes, things in our own psychology that could be left invisible and unconscious and that can do immense damage. I feel like the art and the illustrations gives me a medium to portray these ideas and these thoughts in a more playful way. And yeah, in a less personal way, it feels a bit more universal tackling these topics. 
and I enjoy that feeling. I enjoy that the creativity, the illustrations, I find them visually appealing. That is something that I'm actually drawn to. I look forward to seeing the images. Each new image that's created, I look forward to actually seeing it. And then a bonus to that is that I'm also exploring all these psychological conflicts that have been in my mind over the years that were left unconscious, that were doing a lot of damage, unraveling that, making sense of that, helping the listeners, whoever was listening to this, to, to, to help them with that too. And it's also having an impact on my actual real life that I'm gradually finding out what are the things I like doing, who are the people, type of people I like talking to, what are the topics I'm interested in, even give me a better depreciation of my own mind, my own brain, as well as, as another thing of this too. So they're the main things I wanted to explore today. Just touch on a few points around the name change and yeah, just continue to move forward with what we're doing. There won't be any changes really to what we're doing. The only thing that's changing is names for it to be more reflection of where we're at right now. But moving forward, it'll be the same podcast. Uh, just evolving that's about it so if you enjoyed today's podcast i'd appreciate it if you can leave a rating and a review wherever you're listening to it too if you're watching on youtube then subscribe to the channel it helps the channel to grow and if you would like to become a member and be on some zoom calls there's a monthly zoom call that's an option if you want to join it basically a space where you can talk with like-minded people just like we talk on the podcast really so that's it thanks again for listening and until next time, have fun and enjoy the process.